0: With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Sota Chavdalid, page 24. We begin from the bottom of Chavgimon a base from 23B from the Mishnah. Arusa is Yavam. A woman who has completed the first stage of marriage. There are two stages of marriage. So in the olden days, it used to be usually 12 months between the time of the first stage, which is when the man gives her the ring. So then there are they're completely married in a certain sense, but in another sense, they're not allowed to have relations. But if she goes and she has relations with someone else, so she has done something which is liable for death. So, Narusa, someone who's completed the first stage of marriage, the Shaymeres Yavam, and a woman who is awaiting her brother in law to marry her after her husband died and had no children. So, these two types of women, they don't drink. The Mesota, the waters of the Sota, and they don't get any money from the Ksuva, Shenamar, as the verse says, Isha tachas isha, that a woman who is wayward while she is beneath the rule, so to speak, the domain of her husband. So this comes to exclude a woman who's only completed the first stage of marriage, and a woman who is awaiting her brother-in-law to marry her, because both of these cases, she is connected in some way. But nevertheless she is not completely under his domain, and therefore they do not drink, but they also don't get their ksuva, because since they did something and they caused their own fate, and now they have to be divorced, therefore they don't get the money that they otherwise would have gotten if they hadn't done something which displayed their infidelity. Almana Koen Gadol now we list off seven different cases where they're inappropriately married, but there is some kind of marriage between them. Alman alakud, a a woman who is a widow who married a high priest, so the high priest is not allowed to marry her. Nevertheless, if they do get married, the Kedushin is Khal, there is some kind of marriage that has happened. Garush of a Khalutza and similarly a divorcee or a woman who has who had fallen to Yibum but nevertheless did not marry him. Le Koin so then if they go and they marry a regular Kohen which is not permitted. Mamzeres Unesina, or on the top of Khafdal Ramar Aleph, a Mamzeres, a woman who's the result of a of a relationship that was against the Torah, unesina, and a woman who's comes from Givon, which all both of these two are not permitted to marry a regular Jew, Yisrael, who married a regular Jew, a Mamzer, Ulanasin, or regular Jewish woman who married someone who's a bastard, Ulanasin, or someone who is a Givoni, this type of person who we're not supposed to marry. So all of these cases, they do not drink the waters of the mesota, and they don't get the ksuva money, because both of these cases, all of these cases, I'm sorry, so they all are cases where she's not supposed to be married, and therefore since they're not supposed to be married, they're excluded. The Pasuk says, Rashi explains that if a woman will be wayward, ishtai is talking about someone who's appropriate that they be married. The Gemara continues, And the following, there are going to be five different cases, three of them, do not drink, and they also don't get their ksuva. and two of them are going to be cases where they do. So these are the cases where they don't get anything. If she says, I am impure, meaning she admits to her guilt, or witnesses come and say that she indeed was Mizana, she was unfaithful, or a woman who says, I'm just not drinking, all these cases since she caused it to herself, so she doesn't get any money from the ksuva money. However, if the Baal, the husband was the one who said that I'm not letting her drink, or the husband had relations with her while they were on the way to Jerusalem, so they get the Ksuva money, because since it was the fault of the Baal of the husband, therefore they get the money, but they don't drink. Now we have a few other cases, three different cases, which we have a machlokas, where there's an argument. Let's say the husband died before they had a chance to drink. holds that since the husband is dead, so therefore we can't complete this whole action because the verse says that the husband brings her and he's not able to bring her, he's dead. So therefore, since since he can't complete it, since she can't complete it, so the whole thing is over. So she gets the ksuva money and she doesn't drink. money and she doesn't drink. That if a woman doesn't have the ability to drink, so she doesn't get her ksuva So, literally means either she drinks or she doesn't get the ksuva. But since she can't drink, she also doesn't get the ksuva. Now we have a second case. Let's say she's married to someone, but she wasn't supposed to marry him because she was pregnant with someone else's kid or she was nursing someone else's child. So she shouldn't have married this man, because the Chachamim say that she shouldn't, as long as she's nursing someone else's child, or she's pregnant with someone else's child, the Chachamim said that she shouldn't marry him. So Eloy says, Eloy Meir. says, that since she's doing something that's inappropriate, it's not considered an isha's a proper marriage. The Chachamim say, Since he could separate himself from her, and still remain married to her, and then bring her back and, and bring her back into his house after some time. So there is some kind of issues here. The issue is therefore something appropriate, even though he doesn't have to. He doesn't even have to stay with her. He's not allowed to stay with her. He doesn't have to stay with her, but he, he could remain married to her. So therefore, the issue sets now is something that's considerable, and therefore she would indeed drink according to the chachamim, the sages. Third case: islandess uzikena. Let's say you have a woman who 's not able to conceive either because she doesn 't have she never uh, reached puberty even though she 's older Uzekena, or a woman who 's already reached menopause is she or she doesn 't have the ability to have children for some reason La night choices so the Tanakama here holds that she doesn 't drink and she does not. Get her ksuva money because since the husband should not have married her, because assuming that he doesn't have any children yet, so he's not going to be able to have any children, he's not going to be able to fulfill the mitzvah priya of having children. So, therefore, this is an inappropriate marriage, and therefore, the whole concept of drinking the mesota does not apply. Re-Lazer, Amir Realizer says, Yachal hu lisa isha this is there's no problem with this marriage intrinsically, because she he could go and marry someone else and have children from her, from the second wife. So therefore, there's no intrinsic problem with this marriage, and therefore she would indeed drink. Now the Mishnah just makes a general statement. So the general rule is either they drink, and if they don't drink, then they don't get the Ksuva money. Now we have two cases. The wife of a coin, so he's, she's allowed to drink the mesota. The Gamar is going to explain why it's necessary to say that. the and she's permitted to remain married to her husband, Aisha Sris Shoise, and the wife of a man who has lost part of his genitals, so she's also allowed to drink, and this is assuming that when they got married originally, he hadn't yet lost his genitals. Now we say something from the side of the person who she, was, she had infidelity with: Ali mekanin. So whoever it is that she was seen to be alone with, whether it's her husband, I'm sorry, whether it's her brother or her father, even if it was them, those people who she's not allowed to have relationships with, relations with, so you can still, the husband is still allowed to accuse her and warn her. Except for someone who's a minor or someone who's not a man. The Gemara we'll see later is going to explain what this means, someone who's not a man. And there are a few cases that the Bezdin is the one who warns her because the husband can't do it himself. Someone whose husband became deaf or he went insane or he was incarcerated in jail. So all of these so the best in the court, the Jewish court, will warn her. So this doesn't apply, She's, they're only going to be able to warn her. They're not going to be able to make her drink. And what does this accomplish? What this accomplishes is that she will not get the money from her k'suva. And also it accomplishes that she shouldn't be running around doing things that are, in her, are inappropriate, despite the fact that her husband perhaps is no longer capable of providing her with what she needs. Rabbi Yehissi, Baila, Rabbi Yesi says, That there is something that the Bezdin, if they start it, according to Rabbi Yesi, if they started it, so then he, when he comes out, let's say, from jail, so he's allowed to finish it up, meaning he can go and bring her to the Bez HaMikdash, even though he didn't actually do the kinu, he didn't do the warning. Nevertheless, he's allowed to bring her to the Bez HaMikdash to have her drink, whereas according to the Tanakama, he cannot do that, he has to do both, he has to do kinu, the warning, and he has to be the one to bring her to drink. Gemar The Gemar says, So now we're going back on the case at the beginning of the Mishnah, an Arusa, a we said someone who's only completed the first stage of marriage and someone who's waiting for her brother-in-law to marry her, so we said they don't drink. So, but he can warn her, meaning he can, he can cause the fact that in the end she won't be able to get Suva money, but he can't make her drink. How do we know that he can indeed create this whole situation where he warns her and she ends up not getting her Ksuva money? as we learned said, The verse says a double Lushan. It says, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them. Why does it say and say to them? This comes to include to say that there's another case that some of these laws do apply to. And that's the Arusa, the one who's completed the first stage of marriage, and someone who's waiting for her brother in law to marry her. That we do apply the concept of Kinna, that he can warn her, and then resulting from that, cause her to lose her money from the Ksufa. Uma's money, who is our Mishnah? Rabbi Yonasan he It's Rabbi Yonasan the Tanya as we learned in the brisa, Pratla Arusa. So, the first mandam is Rabbi Yeshia. So, he's not going to be like the Mishnah. We're going to see. Let's let's read this carefully. Hold this information, these names of what they say. Hold this information in your head. It's important for Beis as well. Tacha'si Sheikh The verse says that she has to promise that she did not do anything, there was no infidelity while she was beneath under the domain of her husband, So this comes to exclude a woman who's in Arusa, that she's not completely under the domain of her husband. We might think that we should exclude a woman who's waiting for her her brother-in-law to marry her, Tamalomer, So Rabbi Yoshia says, the fact that the verse says Ish a number of times, this comes to include more cases that are included in this concept that she does indeed drink and this is even a woman who even though it seems that she's not completely married to him yet so she's a Shomer Asiyavim she's waiting for him to, to completely marry her to do yibum. nevertheless she still does drink so according to Rabbi an Arusa who's only completed one stage of marriage does not drink but a Shomer Asiyavim does drink Rabionison, so Ryanison is gonna be like our Mishnah, Ryunason Aymir, Tachas isheikh, so the word tahas ishech, Pratlish Americov comes to exclude a woman who's waiting for brother in law to marry her, that such a woman does not drink. So you might think that we should only exclude a woman who's waiting for her brother-in-law, and we would not exclude someone who's only completed the first stage of marriage. It says twice that she has to be under the domain of her husband. This implies that there are two different cases where if she's not completely under his domain, then she will not drink. So this comes to exclude the second case, not only a Shomer someone who's waiting for her brother-in-law, but also someone who's only completed the first stage of marriage, does not drink. So now, Mar arusa de al yadoi. So a cointer between a So the first thing that he excludes is a shomer S'yavam. Why? Because he holds that arusa, the case where he, she's only completed the first stage of marriage, is stronger. There's more of a connection. There's more of a reason to say that she's connected to him, and perhaps she should drink. And we need a second verse to exclude it. Why? The kiddusha diday. Because the fact is, where's the Kedushan? Where's the beginning? What's the connection? It's already from him. The cycle in Al-Yaday. And if indeed she goes and she's unfaithful, so she'll be stoned. Meaning, there's a much stronger connection between her and her husband. So that's why the first thing that Rabbi Yenison excludes is Shomer Siyavon. Because there's less of a connection between this man and this woman. Because whatever connection is there is from her, his brother, and if she goes and she has relations with someone else, so it's not, she doesn't get stoned, it's just a love, it's just a transgression. Umar alim yavam. However, Rabbi Yeshia, what does he exclude? He doesn't even exclude Shemer yavam at all. He includes shemeres yavam. So he holds that Shemer yavam. There's more of a connection. Why? Because he holds that since she doesn't even need to be given over to chuppah I mean, he don't need a really strong second part of this marriage. If he wants to come and do yibum, all he has to do is he could even do a meisus nose. He could even have relations with her without intending that they get married, and they are indeed married, as we're going to see on Amud Beis. Therefore, there already is a strong connection between them. And therefore, according to Rabbi that's why he includes Shomer that she can drink, and he excludes Arusa because she needs a much stronger thing to complete the marriage so now coin to Ish ish my Avidle. So what does he do with the verse that Rebiasha used? Rebiasha used the word ish ish. It says ish a number of times in the in the Psukim in the verses. So he used that to include Rabbi Yesha used that to include a that even a woman who is waiting for her brother-in-law to marry her. So what what does he include from that? So he uses it to include even the wife of someone who's deaf, the wife of someone who's become insane, and the wife of someone who is depressed. Okay? So now the Gemara continues, Anam Adbez, Chavdala Anam Adbez, Rabbi Isha, What does Rabbi Yeishia do with that second verse? Rabbi Yeishia, we saw that Rabbi Yenisan, so he takes the word Tachas Isha, there's a second time it says that she has to be under the domain, and he said that that comes to exclude even an Arusa and a Shomer Siyavam. So what does he do with that? Because he is including a Shomer ish we needed to connect man to woman and woman to man, which teaches us. The Gemara says later on that a woman, just like a man, if he's blind, so he's not gonna, his wife is not going to have to drink. So to a woman, if she is blind, so she doesn't have to drink. So now the Gemara asks an important question because until now we've been saying that these cases where she's not completely attached to him, that the whole reason that she doesn't have to drink, that she does not is not allowed to drink is because the verse is Tachas Isha, that she's not completely under under his domain. The Gemara is going to say, we have a different makor, we have a different source, why is it that we're learning out from here? It's only because we have these verses which say that she has to be under his domain. Without that, we would think that someone who's only completed the first stage would indeed drink. Behold, when Rabbi Acha, the son of Chanina, came from the south, he brought this following b'raisa in his hands. The Kohen says to her that if there's any kind of illicit relation, some kind of someone else's seed came into you, someone other than your husband, So we're speaking about where, from the fact that it says someone's seed besides for your husband, it's implying that the husband had indeed had relations with her first, before the one with whom she was unfaithful. But this whole ceremony would not happen if the one with whom she was unfaithful had had relations with her before her own husband had had relations with her. So what do we see from this? We see that a woman who's in Arusa, who's only completed the first stage of marriage, or a Shomer Asyavim, someone who's waiting for her brother-in-law to marry her, both of those cases, by definition, she has not had any relations with her husband. So why is it that we need a separate pasuk of Tachas isheikh, Tachas Isha, where we see that she has to be under the domain of her husband? We already know it from this verse of Mibal so the Gemara answers, there is a case that even though she's only an Arusa, she only has completed the first stage of marriage, nevertheless, it's still possible that she has had relations with her husband already. Amar Rami Rami says, we find it, Arus For example, where the Arus, this man, who has married her, has only completed the first stage of marriage with her, has, he comes to, the, to where she is, she's staying at her house, her parents' house still, and she, he comes and has relations with her, which is forbidden, but nevertheless he did it, and therefore that's why we need a separate Pesach of Tachas Isha to tell you that even so, even though she's already had relations with her husband, nevertheless, since she's only completed the first stage of marriage, she still will not drink the waters. So, what would be the, the similar case by Shamaris Yavam? So, what's the case of where she's waiting for her brother in law to marry her? So, he comes in there while she's still at her parents' house and he has relations with her which are not appropriate. He didn't do it with the intention to marry her. So, if that's the case, why are you calling her Shamaris Yavam? In fact, even though he went and he only had intention to do it for his nus, he didn't mean to marry her at all when he had relations with her. Nevertheless, by doing so, by having these relations, now they're com- considered completely married. The Hama Rav, Kana Lakol, Rav says that when he does such a thing, when he has relations with her without the intention to marry her, so he's completed the marriage, and now he has all the obligations and the advantages of being married to her. Meaning, if, if he's a Kohen and she dies, so he's going to have to be Matami for her. So the Gemara answers shmuel no who are we saying like we're saying like shmuel that according to shmuel when he does such a thing so he's not completely married to her the only things that it affects are the advantages meaning that now he can't do chalitza anymore, and he takes over for all of the possessions of his brother but in regards to the to the fact that he can or, or cannot be Metame to her if she dies so if he's a kohen he still cannot be to her, he's not completely married to her so according to shmuel now we understand why we're saying that that she's not allowed to drink according to Rabbi son because since she's not completely married to him yet therefore she cannot drink from the mesota from the waters now lema rav de amar krbiyeshia shmuel der amar krbiyneson let us say now, let's look at things a little bit after the picture. We could say that Rav seems to be saying like Rabbi why? Remember, what did Rabbi say? Rabbi said that someone who's a Shomer Yavam, someone who's waiting for her brother-in-law to marry her, so according to Rabbi so she does indeed drink. So that works out very nice according to Rav, because Rav also says that what? Kana They're completely married if he's gone and he's had relations with her. So it's very nice, it works out very nice that they drink, that she does drink, because she's completely married. And Shmuel, who says that they're not completely married, works out like Rabbi Einison, because Rabbi Einison said that indeed she does not drink. And it makes sense, because according to Shmuel, he holds they're not completely married. And that's why we could say that according to Rabbi Einison, she doesn't drink. So, Amr Lecha so Rav can answer you that I'm not exclusively like Rabbi Yonison. I know that Amr Lecha Fili, Rabbi Yaynasan. My sheet, my explanation could also work according to Rabbi Yaynasan, Sorry, We need the Ishrach from the fact that Rabbi Yaynasan says that we need a verse to exclude this woman that she's not going to drink Makhlal De So we see like I'm saying, says Rav, I say that she's completely married to him. I say there's a complete marriage here. So, therefore, that's why we understand that according to Rabbi son, we need a verse in order to exclude her. Because you would have thought that indeed she would drink. So, that's why according to Rabbi son, she does not drink. You need a pasuk to teach us that she doesn't drink. And I think the explanation is we need to understand this because if she's completely married to him, why should it be that she doesn't drink? And perhaps the explanation is that since she came and she had relations with him, how did they get married? They got married through znus, through something which was an inappropriate way of them completing the marriage. So, the Torah says if you do it, in an inappropriate way. So it's not the proper type of Ishus. And just like we found on Amad Aleph, on Chavdal and Av, Ab, page 24a, we found that someone who has done an Ishus has completed a marriage and done it in an inappropriate way with an inappropriate woman. For example, someone who's married to her despite the fact that the rabbi said that he shouldn't be married to her. For example, where she's, she has, she's pregnant with someone else's child. So we see that such a case, there's a shita that says that such a case the woman does not drink. When there's an inappropriate marriage, so it's, it's a chisaron, there's something missing from the marriage and therefore she doesn't drink that could be the explanation now we continue on and Shmuel who he said simply sounds like Rabbi son, because Shmuel said that someone who's completed the marriage in this type of way in this inappropriate way so she is not completely yet married so he could even say, like Rabbi Yishio, who seems to sound like they are indeed married, the because from the fact that Rabbi Yishio, he brings a verse in order to include this type of woman, So this, in fact, shows like Shmuel, that she's not completely married to him, and that's why the verse has to specifically come to include such a woman and say she does drink, despite the fact that she's not completely married to him. We'll continue from here in the next Daily daf.